0: Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese in Denver. Remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com. Today, our guest is Mary Zock. She is the director of the Center for Human Dignity at the Family Research Council. And you may remember we did a show about a year ago with Mary on the first hundred days of the Biden administration. Who would have thought that would have been the highlight? And on that note, thanks for joining us, Mary. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I look back at that interview we did, and it was May of uh, 2021, and we were talking about all these things that were happening in the first 100 days, and we're like, oh my gosh, and it's only gotten worse from there, hasn't it? It certainly has. And and, you know, I
1: think I, I think we're on the verge of a great victory for life. Um, I'm hoping that and I'm praying that. Um, but the Biden administration has certainly done everything in their power um, to to attack the dignity of the human person. Um, their their first hundred days uh, was bad and everything after that was even worse.
0: Well, and to that point, right, we, you know, we know about the leak from the Supreme Court and Roe versus Wade, you know, the, the high likelihood that it's going to be overturned. But what have we seen the Biden administration do, right, not enforce federal law, right, allowing people to go protest out front of Supreme Court members' homes, uh, really encourage this kind of stuff. And it, it really is, you know, demonic when we think all this all this is being done just so that children can be killed.
1: It really is. And, and, and it's so sad to think um, of, the, of the level of pain that must exist in, in, um, in these men and women's hearts. Um, and, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that I, I recently, well, 10 months ago, uh, gave birth to a little boy. And when he was born... When, when I first saw him, the immediate joy that I felt was like nothing I could, could ever describe or nothing I had ever experienced before. Um, and, and I just imagined that the pain of abortion is, is like the inverse of that, that that pain must be like nothing that anyone could, could imagine, um, and I think that we're seeing that pain come out and we're seeing that in these in these angry and hate filled protests outside the justices homes, which, as you pointed out, are, in fact, illegal. Um, and and unfortunately, the Biden administration uh, hasn't said anything about that. These these are illegal protests because they're an attempt to influence the Supreme Court's decision. They're, they're an attempt to turn the Supreme Court into um, a. Uh, separate a, a different part of the of the government system, a, a yep. part that is um, influenced by political pressure.
0: Well, and to think about it, right? You, you have uh, Merrick, the you know who's who's supposed to be taking, you know. Overseeing all the, the legal aspects and defending laws and all that kind of stuff. Right. And he has no problem calling parents who go to school board meetings trying to defend their kids domestic terrorists. But when it comes to real terrorism, when it comes to threatening of violence, and as we just talked about, right? I just I just saw recent reports that Homeland Security put out a report that they are concerned that churches and even the Supreme Court are threatening to be burned down by pro abortion activists if Roe versus Wade is overturned, right? We have another group calling for the summer of rage, yet we hear nothing. We will go after parents at a school board meeting and label them terrorists.
1: Yeah, it it doesn't make sense. It's, It's definitely a manifestation of the culture of death, right? This idea that if you don't allow an unborn child to be killed, well, then we will make sure that there is more pain and suffering and bloodshed. Um, it's it's demonic, um, and and it's an attempt to to push this agenda of death on the American people.
0: Well, you know how you know irritating and frustrating and really really pitiful is that. You know, we have politicians uh, all over the place, right, to say, well, I try to, you know, I'm a faithful Catholic, but women should have the right to kill their children, not only at the moment of birth, but some are even, you know, have no problem with infanticide, right? I know you, uh, there was an article that came out of Family Research Council, right, anybody who saw uh, Janet Yellen, the U.S. Secretary of State, saying that abortion is actually good for the economy, which, you know, you just wonder what kind of books and learning that she had, because you would think you want more consumers, not less consumers in a marketplace.
1: Right, right. And Family Research Council actually did some research on this topic um, back in, in 2014. The The research hasn't changed, That that more workers is good for the economy human beings for for if if all we're talking about is the economy succeeding human beings aren't the problem they're the solution to that but what yellen missed too is that human beings have value in and of themselves they're just they're not just tools of the economy in fact the economy is here to serve them um and and we've seen the the terrible things that happen when human beings are treated as tools, either of the government or of the economy. All we have to do is, is look at China or, or look at any, commun- any, any communist country in the world. Um, and we can see when human beings are treated as tools, humanity suffers. No one, no one wins there.
0: Well, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's so blatantly obvious that you, you wonder, you know, it's almost like the old candid camera. Like, is there a camera on me like this? Ha- this can't be re- this can't be real. Right. You have this, is this Warren going into this rage and then stating that how can the minority, you know, rule over the majority when even in the Senate, when they tried to pass the Women's Bill of Rights, it was 5149. They have they have they live in an alternate universe where their way is the only way. And even when a majority rules, they consider that a minority because it's not on their side. Absolutely.
1: And, you know, their, their thinking is just so twisted and so warped that, that they can't even see the irony of what they're saying in, in that Yellen interview specifically in the very next question that she was asked, um, that there was the acknowledgement that America doesn't have enough workers to replace the people who are retiring. So there's this inability to connect from A to B. Um, and, and like you said, the, the thought that, you know, only my view could possibly be right. Um, it's, it's just becoming clearer and clearer.
0: Well, we, and they wonder why Social Security is going bankrupt. Right. As you, you know, as you mentioned, there's not enough workers people aren't putting in. So heck, by the time I draw it in 10 years or whatever, if they still have it, it probably will be, you know, cents on the dollar. But it really is crazy with the statements. I mean, you had, you know, Eric Swalwell come out and say that, you know, these restrictions by the Supreme Court doing this next thing, they're going to go after interracial marriage. I mean, they, are, they will throw anything against the wall to see if it sticks. And I just wonder if they ever look in the mirror and think, I'm a knucklehead. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, you would hope so. I, I do think, though, it's a good sign for the pro-life movement that, um, that, that the left is throwing anything at the wall at this point. Because I think it means that they know they've lost right when when you can't just lead with well they're taking away women's rights because everyone knows that's a lie when you have to throw in well abortion is the safeguard of gay marriage of interracial marriage of the economy of everything under the sun that you could possibly think of that means they know that they're losing on the abortion issue um and and i think i think that 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 that's because they know they're wrong. They know that the science is on our side. They know that when they see a pregnant woman, they know that she's pregnant with a human being. No one is saying, oh, congratulations on your little fetus. Um, that no one's saying congratulations on your clump of cells. They're saying, oh, congratulations on your baby. And, and so I think that this, this throwing spaghetti at the wall um, is a sign that we're winning.
0: Well, the other thing is, right, I mean, at some point, you had a you had a Supreme Court justice who just gets, you know, voted in who couldn't define a woman. You know, they're birthing people, and you hear all this stuff. Now, all of a sudden, with Roe versus Wade, it's all about women. But in reality, they don't give a rat's behind about women at all, whether it's sports, whether it's anything. It really is women. women are treated terribly by this progressive movement. And you hope at some point... They wake up, especially these, you know, um, these feminists that that go out on a limb that's really being cut off from the other side. There's women are only
1: good to the left in so much as they can advance their cause. Right. If it's if if women if if it's if it's helpful for them to invoke. Women's rights—they're um, going to do so, um, but they certainly don't care, as you pointed out. They—they they don't care about changing things in women's sports. Um, they don't care even about changing things in in the workplace. You know, it's um, this idea that men and women are the same um, is very different from the idea that men and women are equal, um, and and it results in in inequality for women, uh, where, you know, we see, we see men being given the same, um, the, the same treatment in the workplace um, that a woman would, um, and, and it's, it's not helpful, um, and it's not an acknowledgement of the complementarity of women, um, which is actually what helps our society to flourish.
0: Yeah, it's just amazing to see, Paul, you know, you have, you know, Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago, Adams in New York. I mean, they're all going off the rails and their cities are a train wreck. You know, you know, how many hundreds of people are being killed every year through violence? You know, they're they're still, you know, COVID fanatics and they do all these things, yet somehow they have the time to, to to tell people that they should be able to kill their babies up until a minute of birth. I guess they are consistent in that regard because everything they do seems to be wrong and they continue to head down that path. And it really is, you know, it can get frustrating watching it. But I think your point is we are winning. We have truth on our side. We have logic on our side. We have science. We have obviously our faith is on our side. So we just need to be strong because they really are bullies with nothing behind them, aren't they?
1: They absolutely are. You know, it, it was funny the the day after the leaked Dobbs decision, I went up to the court, um, with my 10 month old and we were there watching these women. Um, and, and it was, it was largely women who were there protesting, um, and several of them had babies with them and um, and they were wrapping their babies in these bandanas that said bands off our bodies. Um, and I just thought of the irony of that and um, mm-hmm. how ridiculous it was, you know, to see them using of a, a little baby um, as a prop for for killing unborn children. Um, you know, one, one of these women, women came over to my son and I, and she said, Oh my goodness, he's so cute. And I said, Oh, thank you. And she said, is this his first protest? And I said, protest, he's here celebrating. And she looked so puzzled. And I said, he's here celebrating. Cause he's going to have more friends. And, and she, looked very puzzled and walked away um but i wonder i hope that it clicked with her you know that these are are my son's peers that we're talking about whether they have the right to life or not um so it it is interesting when they are confronted with um the the truth of what's happening there.
0: yeah and and to think you know if if you had made a different cho- choice, because they think that's a woman's right, you know that beautiful baby wouldn't be there. And how many babies aren't there? And how many unhappy women are there? And you know that number's you know too large to probably even speculate. Because they made a mistake. They they, they bought into the lies of the culture, and now every year they're probably thinking. My baby would be three or my baby would have been graduating this year or would have been probably married or, you know, you just think of all what could have been. And if we defend life, there is no woulda, coulda, shoulda. It's it becomes a reality, doesn't it? It does. And that's why why we need to do
1: so much work promoting organizations like Project Rachel in Rachel's Vineyard, um, these organizations that offer hope and healing for women who have had abortions um, because, because our God is loving and forgiving and merciful. Um, but, but we need to be open to receiving his forgiveness and mercy. And, and so many of those women who have had abortions are the greatest pro-life advocates. Um, and and they, they really do have a beautiful way of speaking up for the unborn, um, speaking from, from their experience, from their, from their pain. Um, and, and I think as we enter into what will hopefully be a post real world, uh, we're, we're going to new, need to do a lot of work healing. Um, cause, cause in order for us to move, move forward, um, our nation needs to heal first.
0: Yeah. And, I, you know, the other point, I think, is, you know, as you mentioned, a post row world, it's going back to the states. Right. This is this is a victory at the federal level, but then it's going to become state by state. You know, what do voters say? And, it, and it really, the battle is not over. It's just changing to a different front. And we need to make sure that we don't get complacent, even if we are in a state that, you know, is good when it comes to defending life. There's going to be even bigger splits between blue states and red states, states where we're promoting abortion versus states where we're promoting life. It's really the the difference between the two. It's going to be huge, isn't it?
1: It is. And, and I think that there probably will be a lot of people voting with their feet. Um, I think that you'll see. Red states become redder, as you said, and blue states become bluer. Um, but, but two, I think that people need to recognize, you know, this past uh, this past month, the members of Congress uh, called for a vote to codify abortion on demand until the moment of birth, and that was at the federal level. Um, we need to be working with the same with the same uh, vigor as, as they do, because we're, we're actually working to protect children. Um, and, and so we need to be holding our legislators at both the state and federal level accountable for passing pro-life protections. And I, and I do want to make a note on that, is that we should be referring to the laws that are passing here as pro-life protections, not abortion bans. Because what we're doing with these laws is we're protecting unborn children's lives. But the goal here isn't to ban things. The goal is to protect. Um, and, and so we need to flip that language and, and not allow the pro-abortion movement to control this narrative of you know, this idea that we're somehow taking away someone's rights. We're not taking away rights. We're saving lives and saving, heart, saving women and men from heartbreak.
0: Well, and what about the rights of the child, right? That child comes into this world just as any of us did. I mean, why can't a child have rights? And that's the point, right? And that's, that was the irony when you were talking about the bandana put on children. Um, hands off my bodies when they're talking about the mom and they have no regard for the child who was wearing the bandana and it was his body. He's just, uh, you know, a victim of circumstance, right? The womb should be the safest place in the world, and it's the most dangerous.
1: Yeah, it it, it is the most dangerous, and it, I think it's becoming more and more dangerous because the the left is willing to go to any length um, to ensure that that. Uh, babies are able to be aborted. And it's, it's all driven, driven by profits. Planned Parenthood hasn't put out their annual report this year yet um, where they list, you know, how much money they've made and, and supposedly how many services they supposedly provide. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but we know that for them, it's all about money and that, and that's why they're shifting from, surgical abortions to chemical abortions, which chemical abortions, by the way, are way less safe for women. Every, every abortion is obviously tragic for an unborn child and unsafe for an unborn child because it kills an unborn child. Uh, but chemical abortions attack women as well. Um, and, and that's where the pro-abortion movement is heading because for them, it's just about money.
0: Well, and we see what's going on in California, right? They're trying to pass legislation, you know, and people have classified it as an infanticide bill. Um, It really, you know, it's almost incomprehensible that you have, you know, a supposed, you know, someone who claims to be a a Catholic as governor and maybe baptized, but practicing wise, he has no idea what he's doing that would promote this kind of thing and, and to be, jubilant to have a state where people come and you can come kill your babies. What a great place. And want, and we wonder why people are leaving those states and the cities that promote this kind of stuff in droves, right? You can see the demographic movement and people are getting out of those places because they're train wrecks.
1: They are. They are. And, and that's the thing is when you create a culture of life, this goes back to the point that, that we made at the beginning. When you create a culture of life. It's good for human flourishing. The, whole, the economy does well. There's less crime. There's, there's, uh, there's better schooling. When families are strong and are involved and are supported, everyone, the whole state does better.
0: I just read the other day, and I actually read it twice because I said, surely this, you know, this has to be a Babylon B type thing. And it was same-sex couples, the government is fighting for them to get uh, IVF because it's almost like they just realized that same-sex couples aren't able to have babies. And so they want to be able to pay for them. And we're seeing, right, all kind of celebrities doing this. There really is no regard for family. There's no regard for the well-being of a child who who – Ideally, and I know there's certain circumstances, but should have a mother and a father, biological mother and father. That's when they flourish the most. It, it's attack on families. It's an attack on life. It's really a, an attack on the human being. And people are just not seeing this. Unfortunately, not enough of them.
1: They're not, and and this is the whole leftist agenda, right? It's it's destroying the family. And, and that's what we saw. That's what happened with, that's what communism aimed to do was to dismantle the family and to replace the family with government. Um, and, and we've seen this in the, um, the attempts to normalize gay marriage, um, or same sex marriage. We've seen this in, in the attempts to normalize the transgender movement, um we've seen this in in uh treating divorce as if it's nothing. Um in um in especially during these last couple of years, we've seen you know, the involvement of parents in their children's schooling uh being treated as you mentioned early, as earlier, as as acts of domestic terrorism. Um and so this this push to dismantle the family. Um it's really just a major part of the leftist agenda. Um, and it's one that we need to combat um, with by, by strengthening our families um, by working to make sure that there, that, that we have strong marriages um, that, that husbands and wives are centered on Christ and that we love and forgive each other and, um, and turn to the sacraments as a source of strength um, that children are not given license to do whatever they want, um, but in fact are actually raised with love, which, which places um, boundaries on, on what people can do because those boundaries are, are, are what's good for a human being. Um, so we need to reject this whole attempt to just destroy the family in America.
0: Well, and we need to we need to be strong, right? We have all those things we talked about on our side. The Lord tells us, look, if it hated you, the world hated you, no, it hated me first. He tells about the devil being a prowling lion. We need to be strong, we need to have resolve, and we need to be able to defend the truth, because when we do that, we defend Jesus. And that's going to be coming, right? People are going to have to look in the mirror and say, am I willing to defend the truth, defend the unborn, defend family? Because the opportunity is coming our way, and we're here at this time in history because the Lord wants us here to be the fighters for truth. And people are going to have to stand up to this bully and not back down, which too many people do.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, for... for My family, this is hitting home recently. We have these companies, we have Amazon, we have Levi, we have um, Starbucks saying that they will be paying with Citigroup saying that they will be paying for people to travel to have abortions. So you want to buy your cup of coffee at Starbucks? Great. You're supporting, uh, they're, they're using your money to, support people having abortions um, that's that's a real world consequence of of your five dollar cup of coffee um, and i would challenge people to really think where am i buying my coffee do i actually need to purchase this from amazon or could i could i go down down the street to the store and shop locally um, and i know that for some people there are times when, you know, especially right now with the formula shortage, uh, right. there, there have been issues where Amazon is the only place people can find formula. Um, yeah. But for those times that we can avoid Starbucks and Lyft and Citigroup and Amazon, um, we should be doing that because those organizations are promoting this culture of death.
0: Well, I can't believe we've run out of time. Well, yes, I can, because I know this is such a hot topic. How can people follow what you're doing, Mary?
1: Uh, You can find everything at frc.org.
0: If you like the content of these shows that we produce on a weekly basis, please prayerfully consider supporting us. Go to ccdenver.org, click on the Donate button, and then click on Respect Life Denver to support this programming. Respect Life Radio is produced by Catholic Charities in the Archdiocese of Denver. And remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com.